2024, as you pointed out, Allison, it's one, two, three day. Yes, it is. How are you on this one, two, three day? I'm good because I woke up just a little bit before my alarm went off this morning and I was like, what day is it? Like, I know I've had a Saturday. Is it Sunday? No, it's definitely (laughs) not Sunday. But like part of me was like, oh, no, it's Monday. Then I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I already did Monday. It's Tuesday. It is Tuesday morning. And I don't know if I'm blaming dry January on this or what's going on. But you and I have worked together for a long time. We started the show in 2018. How many times have I spilled coffee in the studio? Uh, twice that I know of. Uh, and when? what window of time <laughs> did that happen in? Uh, within like the last week. Exactly. <laughs> I'm blaming dry January. I don't know what's going on. But yesterday after the show, I was in here and something irritated me. Just minorly, not a big irritant. But uh, I had my phone in my hand and I was like in kind of irritation, just tossed it. Bam, right into my coffee cup. Coffee all over the studio. It's bad. So uh, one of our esteemed co-workers got me a coffee mug, and it has a lid on it. Mm-hmm. So I decided today is the day that I'm going to make the switch to the coffee cup with the lid on it. Probably a good idea. Now, here's the thing. You know how some thermoses, it's hard to drink out of because, like, the coffee doesn't come out very fast. Watch. Like, I'm barely getting it. No coffee. No coffee. A trickle. It's just trickling. Out of the cup whenever the lid's on. Well, I mean, it is designed to like not spill, so I think that's I think that's a, a trade off that you need to make. Yeah. Given the fact that you've spilled coffee in the studio, like and like massive like papers were completely coated mm-hmm. and caught. Like it was not just a tiny little spill. It's problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would say that's that's the cost. Yeah. Well, I so this morning I as I was getting ready for the show and putting everything together, I had the cup off. Now that the show has started, I've put the cup back on. We'll see how I handle this. I think you need to handle it. I'm I trying. think you just have to deal with it. I'm trying <laughs> to handle it. We start the show every day with the why not song of the day. It's a song that one of us finds or hears and it's like why not play that to start the show? <laughs> uh, and today, it's like the ultimate why not song because I love it. I don't know. I could be the only one. Oh, no. If you ever want to hear something for the why not song of the day, you can always text us. Have a dollar. Why 101, Adam and Allison. If you missed the show yesterday and haven't had a chance to get caught up on the podcast, you might have missed us talking about bumper stickers and how sometimes they make you mad. Like, I saw <laughs> one this weekend that said, the closer you get, the slower I drive. And that instantly sparked something that set me off because whenever I'm getting tailgated on the road, my first reaction is to make sure I'm driving fast enough, make sure I'm driving the speed limit. And then if I am driving the speed limit, I'm not going to go any faster than I want to go at that point, but I have to at least be driving the speed limit, but not for granny with the bumper sticker on her car. (laughs) The closer you get, the slower she's going to go. doesn't matter if she's doing 20 in a 35. If you're tailgating her, guess what? It's going down to 15 (laughs) and it just makes me mad like why have that attitude about it well yeah i mean that is a really good point what's so funny is yesterday whenever i was scrolling through instagram i got served a video that was around this conversation of somebody complaining about a bumper sticker that they see all the time and it's one of those honk if you blank and Mm. they're usually something likable like honk if you like pizza or like something that everyone can agree on yeah And she was pointing out the fact that those aren't actually honk if you like pizza. It's actually that person's a bad driver and they (laughs) want to be able to be like, oh, they're not honking at me because I just cut them off. They love pizza. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, is that real? Like, I've never heard of that. But now I'm in a question every time I see a honk if you blah, blah, blah sticker on somebody's car. So whenever we started this conversation yesterday, I almost said, 
No, don't even mention politics. And for whatever reason, I didn't say it. I, the political bumper stickers don't make me mad. It does make me question you. Like, yeah. one way or another. Like, do you really like the guy or the girl enough to put them on your car? Like Forever. I, yeah. Like, that's the part. Like, you still see, like, 08 stickers yeah. from the 08, 08 election. Romney. 08 yeah. Romney stickers or, or McCain stickers, whoever was running in 08. It, it, it's like, you're like, okay, that's on there for life. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's a commitment. Um, we got multiple people saying that they did not like the family stickers, you know, with the mom and the dad and the kids and the dogs and everything. And I think some people didn't like them because they felt like they were obnoxious. Other people were saying that's actually a safety issue for the family. Yeah, there was one text that we got that said Said, um, it's it irritates me in general because anything that put, you put on your cars about your kids, your babies, your dogs, or your home is something that can be used to target you. And I've heard that before. Like you shouldn't have vanity plates because it mm. makes it easier to find you. You shouldn't have any. You shouldn't have any bumper stickers. Interesting. Uh, Beverly had called us and said that she hates whenever people put the numbers on the back of their car to like say that they ran a marathon or a half marathon. And I can't relate or I can't agree with that more because it's like what a what a braggy thing to do to slap on the back of your car. Look at me. I ran over 20 miles. Ah, <laughs> I'm so awesome. I am with you because I've run a half marathon before. Have and you I really? Would, yeah. And I would never I would never dream of putting that 13.1 because I'm only half crazy on my car. Like I would feel I would feel like, OK, look, I didn't do well in the half marathon and I didn't even even run a full one and here i am trying to brag about it that's hilarious (laughs) you must not have gotten the half marathon memo because i've known you we've worked together for a long time and i do not believe i knew you ran a half marathon you didn't get the memo that you have to tell everybody (laughs) that as soon as you meet up and allison in the morning on y101 adam and allison on y101 happy national pie day and it's pie, like P-I-E, not P-I. That's on March 14th. Right. Uh, That sounds delicious. I need a pie. Uh-huh. Favorite kind of pie. What would you say yours is? Coconut cream. Coconut. I don't think I've ever had a coconut cream pie. We're missing out. Really? It's very good. Uh, it's also National Handwriting Day today. How is your handwriting? And I'm talking like classic handwriting, like cursive, the stuff that they don't even teach in school anymore. Um... I would say that my handwriting is like average. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not amazing like a lot of girls is, um, but it's not like terrible. Uh, we both wrote a sentence in cursive and we're going to put the picture up on the Adam and Allison Facebook page. I want you to go and see if you can identify who wrote each line. Uh, it'll either be myself, Adam or Allison. Uh, just text the word face, F-A-C-E to 601-995-1017. Whenever you were in school, did you get graded on your handwriting? Oh, yes. That was a subject in school for me and I always got C's. Oh, really? Yeah, I got seasoned handwriting. I was terrible. I feel like that's pretty good for a boy, though. I feel like a lot of boys in my- that supposed to mean? Well, a lot of boys in my class growing up, because we started cursive was third grade. That's when we started cursive, and that's when you start getting graded on your handwriting. And a lot of the boys did not do very well. Like, they weren't getting C's. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I think that that was the lowest grade they were allowed to give us because it's like so subjective. (laughs) Like what's good handwriting? What isn't good? I I hated having to deal with it. There would be cursive class where they Uh would teach us different letters and Uh everything. It's like what a waste of time this is. And remember the excuse was like by the time you're in high school, all you're going to be doing is cursive. You won't do anything in print anymore. What a lie that was. Yeah, we typed everything (laughs) by the time we got to high school. Go to the Adam and Allison Facebook page. See if you can identify who wrote what in the picture that just got posted. Uh, Search Adam and Allison on Facebook or text face F-A-C-E to 601-995-1017. And speaking of Facebook, I saw somebody make a status update. Somebody I know like in real life, like this is a real person. (laughs) He posted about how much money he's spending on something. You're not going to believe it. Next on Y101, right now live on the Adam and Allison Facebook page, you can check out our handwriting. I'm talking old school cursive <laughs> handwriting and uh, see if you could take a guess at who wrote what. Adam and Allison on Facebook, just search it or text the word face to 601-995-1017. You may be 
shooketh, as the kids say. <laughs> but not as shooketh as I was yesterday whenever I read this Facebook update from a Facebook friend of mine, uh, somebody I, I know is a real-life person. And I can't believe this is a real-life thing that a real-life person does. But this person writes, we were spending four to $500 a week on DoorDash. So I joined a Home Chef, which is, I guess, one of those food delivery services. And now I have to cook three nights a week after work. The meals are very good, and the recipe cards are easy to follow. It's only about 52 bucks for three meals a week for two people delivered to the door every Monday. It'll save about $1,500 a month. I Could you believe that somebody's spending $400 a week on DoorDash? I need to know what they do for a living that you could, like, I would not, I would be so in the black, like, <laughs> if I were to spend, if I were to do that for one week. Right. <laughs> like, that would financially ruin me. Four to $500 a week on DoorDash. And I think that's for two people. It's not even like it's a family of six or something. Yeah, you got to be DoorDashing every meal. Like, that's like, wake up, DoorDash, go to sleep, DoorDash. And the way he posted it was, like, not making it sound like that was out of the ordinary. Yeah, like, if you're struggling with this, too, if you find yourself spending four to $500 on DoorDash every week, here's an alternative. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I was wondering if anybody else has ever had a moment in their life whenever they announced how much they were spending on something and realized that they were spending way too much money. And they didn't know before, <laughs> and then other people pointed it out to them. They're like, yo, 400 bucks a week on DoorDash, that's aggressive that is aggressive so i go back to a few years ago i you and i were working together in florida and i got irritated because i had gone over my data limit mm -hmm. on my phone and you just start laughing at me because yeah. you were like data limit who has data limits right like they took that they had unlimited data whenever we were like in high school like i don't know 15 years ago that hurts to say uh but then they took it away for a little while but it's been back it's been back for many years most plans on all the cell phone carriers are unlimited talk text and data so what happened to me was whenever i was 18 years old i got booted off the family plan so my younger brother could get on the family plan and i had to you know come up with my own cell phone plan i was like 18 19 years old whenever that happened and then I never changed my cell phone plan ever. I just kept that plan. I got like three gigs of data a month or whatever. I went oh over. Gosh. Then every gig that I went over that, it was like a $30 fee. Oh and I just thought God. that that was how people did their cell no. phone. Yeah, and you clued me in that that was not the case. Yeah, you would be saving so much more money if you would just go unlimited. Right, right. And I mean, I, who knows? I, who knows where I would be? If, if you wouldn't have told me that. I could be, at this point, probably spending $1,500 a month on a cell phone. Oh, no. 601-995-1017. Uh, have you ever been clued in on the fact that you're spending more money than average on something? And what was that thing? Can you think of anything, Allison? Yes, I can. What? It was bus fare. Um, it was whenever I lived in England and I was, I didn't live near a group of my friends. They all had like a shared apartment together and there was a bus route that would take me to their house, but that bus stopped running at like 10 PM or something. And I was usually there past 10 PM. So mm -hmm. I had to take a separate bus and I was like, I don't need to buy like a, like a card for that. I don't need to pay a monthly thing for that bus route. I'll, I'll walk home most of the time. I never walked <laughs> home. I paid for that bus every single time. And it's like, like by the time I took two bus trips on it, I would have paid for the monthly fee. But instead, it was like every single weekend I'm paying for this bus trip and just spending money. And it's like, why? What was the thing that you found out you were paying way too much money for? 601-995-1017. <laughs> Call or text us. Adam and Allison on Y101. Why 101, Adam and Allison at 639. What do you think your half marathon time? We all learned together this morning that Allison ran a half marathon at one point. Random guess. What do you think you got on that half marathon? Oh, it was terrible. I want to say it was like two and a half or three hours that it took me. <laughs> so you would be pretty impressed if a 52-year-old dude ran a full marathon in three and a half hours. Incredibly. That's very fast. Especially for a 52-year-old guy. Yeah. His name's Uncle Chen, and he was kicked out of the marathon. Why? He was chain smoking the entire marathon. That's so epic. 
Isn't that wild? Like, I get it. It's a bad habit to promote, but, like, that's that guy's lifestyle. He is set in that ways, or in his ways. But, like, to be able to complete a marathon while chain smoking is, like, I mean, he needs to be studied. He must have smoked, like, a pack and a half of cigarettes if he was just chain smoking for three, chain smoking and running for three and a half hours straight. That's insane. Wildly impressive to me, at least. Apparently, he's been doing this a long time. Like, that's what he does. does. He runs marathons and he chain smokes cigarettes. But they changed the rules of the marathon to make smoking on the track illegal. Mm. He gets DQ'd out of the marathon. His three and a half hour time doesn't even count. Um, Listen to some other things that aren't allowed while running a marathon. Uh, They call it uncivilized behavior from runners including trampling on flower beds or green spaces and open defecation. What? (laughs) (laughs) So you can't smoke and you also can't openly go to the bathroom while you're taking the marathon. I definitely saw the the trampling flowers and stuff whenever I ran my half marathon because there were there were some people doing half, there were some people doing the full, and there was definitely there was a lot of competitiveness. There were a lot of people who were trying to cut corners, and they were definitely doing that. I didn't see anybody smoke, and I definitely didn't see anybody <laughs> relieve themselves. In like there were porta potties for that. Well, that's good, but yeah, <laughs> Uncle Chen, he really could be all of our heroes this morning for. <laughs> Three and a half hour marathon time, chain smoking the entire way through. Study that guy. It's Y101 and Tyler. Adam and Allison on Y101. We are on Instagram, A-D-A-M-N-A-L-L-I-S-O-N. If you follow us, we will follow you right back. And Allison, you just posted something because we were talking about your half marathon running experience. <laughs> I knew I had some photos from, from the marathon itself. I have a before the race and after the race photo. So I thought I would share those because I find them hilarious. <laughs> uh, check it out on the Adam and Allison Instagram page. Would love for you to follow us. And again, we'll follow you right back the other thing we announced yesterday was adam and allison's cutest couple we want to give away an amazing valentine's day experience to one lucky couple here in the metro they'll get dinner at outback steakhouse a lavish bottle of perfume from mason weiss and more so very exciting if you want to enter to win text cute c-u-t-e to 601-995-1017 we'll need a photo of you and your boo a little bit about your love story all that good stuff I'm not like an overly sentimental guy or anything, but I was looking at some of the submissions yesterday and some of these stories are adorable of what people are saying. Like one of the submissions that we got, it says we met on Tinder and I noticed he liked to bowl. So I messaged him first and asked if he wanted to get beat at bowling. I just like to bowl for fun, but little did I know he was on a league and had bowled multiple 300 games, oh, which no. is a perfect game. <laughs> Let's just say four years later, he's still beating me, but now we get to teach our two baby boys a game that brought us together. Aww. How adorable is that? That is really cute. If you want to enter to be Adam and Allison's cutest couple, 601-995-1017, text the word cute, C-U-T-E. And we'll send you a link back to get you signed up or just go to Y101.com. Now, what matters to the Metro? A little bit of info for you to start your day. And a robocall has been proven to be an AI-generated deep fake in New Hampshire. Now, the deep fake is President Joe Biden calling Democrats to tell them not to vote in the upcoming primaries, but to save their vote for November when it actually counts. Listen to this. What a bunch of malarkey. We know the value of voting Democratic when our votes count. It's important that you save your vote for the November election. They're saying that is not accurate at all. That's a fake thing, and that is definitely wrong one way or another. Like, you shouldn't Shouldn't be doing that. That's terrifying. Locally, the Jackson Public School District said they're going to continue their partial return to in-person learning. You know, last week with the weather and everything and then the water. Um, Most schools are back in session. There are some that are being transported to different schools for the school day. And there are four that are remaining on virtual learning today. Those are Powell Brinkley, Peoples, and Witten Middle School, and Jim Hill High School. They're all on virtual learning today. And do you remember Lindsay Lohan had a Christmas movie a couple years ago on Netflix? I do remember. She's getting another one. No. Thank goodness. Oh no, 
the first one got such bad reviews. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, but she's getting oh. another crack at uh, the Christmas movie thing on Netflix. Uh, apparently, this is going to be all about two exes who are forced to spend the holidays together. Oh, no. So if you weren't looking forward to Christmas of 2024 already, there you go. Wow. We're just 11 short months away from that. <laughs> Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Why 101, Adam and Allison at 657. I'm not sure how anybody will be happy about getting on a plane anytime soon. I won't. It all started with that Alaska Airlines flight who had the emergency door plug fly off mid-flight. Some cell phones got sucked out the hole. Also, uh, somebody's shirt was ripped off of their body. It was a crazy, crazy story. Uh, Now a flight was canceled out of Manchester Airport over in the UK. It was going to New York. It was a Virgin Atlantic flight. And a 41-year-old dude was looking out the window, kind of looking at the wing before they took off. And he noticed that there were some bolts missing mm. from the wing. Mm. He was flying with somebody who was a pretty uneasy flyer. He was trying to make her, like, reassure her of everything. He ended up alerting, like, the flight attendants or something. They alerted engineering staff. And turns out, yeah, there were four bolts missing from the wing of the airplane. Now, they say it's like a secondary structure that's like an add-on and doesn't, I mean, it's not doing anything other than making the plane more aerodynamic. So it's not like it was going to fall out of the sky or the wing was going to fall off, but still. Still, doesn't that make you a little uneasy? The part that makes me the most uneasy is one time I was sat by the wing and I was looking out and there were bolts missing, but I was like, they wouldn't let us take off if that was a serious issue. And during the flight, you could hear one of the pieces rattling and you could see it like going like that because it was not bolted down. And the whole flight, I was like panicking and like freaking out, but I didn't feel like me as a passenger who knows nothing about airplanes could be like, hmm. Mm, is that a problem? Yeah. And here this guy is, and he's like, hey, I'm noticing there's a couple bolts missing from the wing. And they, like, ground the plane. Like, oh, my gosh. I should have definitely been like, uh, guys, no. guys. I've been in that situation Ooh. on a plane, too. Like, a sound, something sounds weird, or there's a sound that I don't recognize from being on a plane before. I'm like surely the pilots hear that and they're okay with it right like i would be ridiculous to point that out and be like hey are you sure the fuel pump's working okay or whatever yeah and it's like now i feel like it's is it gonna be me is it up to me like i am i the adult in this situation that i have to be like uh are we not alarmed I'm very alarmed. I'm taking some <laughs> flights next week. I'm going to be looking at the uh, bolts on the wing, that's for sure. Oh, no. Have to check both of them, I feel like. That's <laughs> why 101, Adam and Allison, and Lil Nas X. One week ago at this time, we were going through it in the metro. As far as winter storm, the snowpocalypse 2024 was on. Yeah, it was it was kind of a scary situation. Not as scary as what was going down in Missouri, I believe. Did you see the video of a fire truck? It's like driving down a road. It's like kind of a slight incline, and the fire truck is like spinning <gasps> out of control. Oh my it gosh! Spun into somebody's front yard, almost hit a tree, then went back onto the road Ooh. and just barely missed a direct hit with somebody's house. That's terrifying. It is like shocking video. I just shared it on the Adam and Allison Facebook page. If you want to text FACE, F-A-C-E, to 601-995-1017, you can see it. It is terrifying, though. Yeah, I mean, spinning out in just a regular car is terrifying. I can't imagine what that would feel like and what you'd be thinking in a fire truck. It was like they they couldn't do anything. No. I saw it on the news last night, and I had to, like, rewind it to rewatch it to make sure... Like, what I was seeing was actually what was happening because it looks so insane. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be terrifying for everybody involved because, I mean, fire trucks are not small. <laughs> They're massive things that, you know, if they start spinning out of control and start hitting things, that's going to be a real problem. Check out this video by texting the word FACE, F-A-C-E, to 601-995-1017. We do good vibes in three and a half minutes and the good vibes story of the day. What you got, Allison? There's a high school student going above and beyond on to make Mississippi look good. We love spotlighting the positivity in the sip. Good vibe story of the day after Taylor Swift on Y101. 
Y101, Adam and Allison. Thank you so much, Dave and Scott, for liking the Adam and Allison Facebook page. We appreciate you. Just text the word FACE, F-A-C-E, to 601-995-1017. You'll get a link to the Adam and Allison Facebook page, and you can follow along with us what you got for good vibe and the good vibe story of the day. So I wanted to give a shout-out to Matarsha, who is a senior at Mindenhall High School. She has been recognized for accepting an incredible scholarship and is a new enlistee of the United States Armed Forces. She received multiple scholarships totaling $70,000 for enlisting in the National Guard. She says that the military will help provide valuable life experiences, discipline, and skills to help shape her character. And she plans to use the scholarship money to attend the University of Southern Mississippi. She wants to study kinesiology and eventually become an athletic trainer. But $70,000 in scholarships that is incredible that is amazing for her so happy to hear that story yeah and it is really incredible too to hear about a young person who is like you know what i want to sign up to be a part of you know serving for this country and like help also get my education that's that's a pretty grown-up mentality to have yeah i remember whenever i graduated high school we all took like a survey on what we were doing after high school and the vast majority of people were going to college Mm -hmm. and then the next most common thing was entering the workforce that was the group that i fell into (laughs) um much to the uh chagrin of my parents yes but then there was like a handful of kids that were going into the armed services the armed forces and everything and that was the biggest round of applause for that i don't know four or five kids from my graduated class that were going into the military it was very very cool absolutely now we want to hear your good vibes you can Text them in to us at 601-995-1017. Or if you want to call, we'd love to hear you tell us what's going on in your life. That anytime you think about it, you get a big smile on your face. 601-995-1017. Call or text us. Adam and Allison in the morning on Jackson's number one hit music station. Y101. Adam and Allison on Y101, Good Vibe Tribe time. Anything happening in your life that you're feeling good about, we want to hear it. 601-995-1017. You can call or text in to share your good vibes with us. What you got, Allison? So my personal good vibe is that we're on the search for Adam and Allison's cutest couple and getting to read some of the submissions of people trying to get this ultimate Valentine's Day experience is so cute. Hearing people's love stories and how they met it's just it's it's such a good vibe if you would like to enter adam and allison's cutest couple we teamed up with paul moconda to find the cutest couple and you could win a fantastic valentine's day prize pack just text the word cute c-u-t-e to 601-995-1017 my good vibes i'm excited about the weather i know it's a little bit rainy and everything but the fact that it's gonna hit 70 tomorrow i know i have such mixed emotions about it though because it's supposed to rain for like the next three days and it's like what shoes am i supposed to wear Mm. like most of my shoes not rain friendly well i pretty much only have one pair of shoes so (laughs) i don't have that thing to worry about so yay me uh text message says your fan frazier won the pinewood derby on sunday Go Frazier. Uh, his car's name was the Black Pearl. Oh, I wonder if he's a big Pirates of the Caribbean fan. I bet. Do you know what the Pinewood Derby is, Allison? I know. I'm unfamiliar. Do you know? <laughs> Absolutely, I do. I was a Cub Scout, and that's like a big thing in Cub Scouts is the Pinewood Derby every year. They just give you a block of wood and in a kit. And then you have to, like, cut the wood in a certain type of way. You add weights to it so it'll go nice and fast, but not too much weight because that's cheating, and they weigh the cars. It's a whole thing. I won the Pinewood Derby whenever I was in first grade. This is super depressing to me because I was a Girl Scout for a very long time, and we did a lot of fun things, but never did we do that. And, like, I would have been so competitive. I would have loved doing that. Would you have traded cookies for... uh, Oh, 100%. I hated selling cookies. (laughs) Jerry, we got good vibes from you. What you got for us? I just wanted to give a little shout out to Madison Police Department, who just uh, helped push a guy's car out of the intersection there because he ran out of gas. Oh, no. What a bummer. we, We got it, though. What a bumper. I see what you did there. There was eight of them. 
Eight police officers. No, no, there was two and then six other people. No kidding. Were you one of the people? Absolutely. That's why I'm fat and out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for helping that person out who ran out of gas. Oh, no. We, we need to give a shout out to other people, man. Um, have you ever ran out of gas, Jerry? Uh, Yeah. Absolutely. I, I have not. I And that's one of those things that I, and I'm going to maybe regret saying this, I don't understand how it happens. How do you run out of gas? Like, you see it right there. Like, get gas. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, for me, it was more of a, we had some 15 bean soup, but for the next three days, Adam, it was horrible. And then it just stop so i ran out uh, thank you jerry Yikes. appreciate that have you ever ran out of gas in your car i've gotten close i've gotten close too but it's never happened i mean if a gas station wasn't right there i definitely would have run out it's adam and allison on y101 that is the good vibe tribe we do it to spread the positivity every single weekday at this time 7 30 on y101 adam and allison it's almost time for cash in a flash hopefully you're nice and well rested i think that that probably makes cash in a flash easier being well rested oh 100 percent, because it's always like you haven't had your cup of coffee you're still a little sleepy and then you don't do so well in cash in a flash uh if you need a little help getting a great night of sleep there's a new method I, actually i don't know if it's a new method maybe it's been around the while i don't know it's called the three two one method interesting for going to sleep the rule is Three hours before bed, don't eat anything or drink any alcohol. Water and herbal tea are okay. Interesting. Well, then you can't have a nightcap. Yeah. (laughs) It ruins the nightcap. It does. It's banning them. Two hours before bed, stop doing any work or strenuous exercise. Oh, wow. And one hour before bed, stop using any screens and dim the lights in the room. That's a whole hour before bed. What are you supposed to do yeah, for gonna, that hour before bed? I'm going to fall asleep, and then I won't have had the full hour. Like, there's no way I'll stay awake. But then maybe is that the trick? You fall asleep, and mm. then you get a little extra time in um, at night. So you you squeeze in maybe an extra 45 minutes that you wouldn't have gotten if you didn't turn your screens off. That is an interesting idea. I really don't think it would work for me because I, I don't want to say I get anxiety whenever I don't check my phone because that's a little uh, dramatic, but I, my mind starts racing. Like, what could be going on on Twitter? Or yeah, I, I feel like that's just a symbol of, like, you're addicted to your phone. Maybe a little bit. Which most of us are. But the thing that is really kind of blowing my mind about this is the three hours before you're not supposed to eat or have any alcohol. You could have water or tea. Mm-hmm. The reason that sticks out to me is because there was like a diet company that was based in San Antonio, Texas. And so like they they started out real small and started to grow and grow. And their whole thing was like, we've got these shakes that'll help you lose weight, whatever, whatever. But they had a rule that you couldn't eat three hours before you went to bed. And all these people were losing weight. But it was because of that. It was because they were eating less because they couldn't eat in those three hours before they went to bed. Mm. And they ended up getting sued because their product didn't work at all. It was only the fact that people weren't eating three hours before bed that was helping people lose weight. Oh, that seems kind of wrong that they got sued for that. Oh, really? That doesn't seem fair. I mean, it worked. Their method worked. <laughs> but, I mean, they were selling a product. They weren't really selling a method. Well, but I don't know. So, I, I mean, guess this could also help you lose weight. And it's free. I mean, newsflash, if you eat less calories, a lot of times you're going to lose weight. Like, Listen. This was like late 90s, early 2000s. It was a different time back then. Oh, man. What is this? Russia not allowed to sell people (laughs) fake products and tell them to eat less? I don't know. Uh, We'll be right back with the cash in a flash next. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Y101, cash in a flash. 60 seconds. 10 questions. $200. Welcome to the show, Robin, in Flowood. What's happening in Flowood today? (laughs) Not a whole lot. (laughs) Nothing? Is it raining where you're at? Uh, Well, it's just cloudy and sprinkling right now. Cloudy and Sprinkling. That sounds like the name of a morning show. 
that used to be on this station, I think. Uh, anyway, uh, we should rename us Cloudy and Sprinkling. <laughs> All right. Uh, glad you're having a good day. Hope you're staying dry. We've got 10 questions and 60 seconds on the clock. If you don't know an answer, just say pass, okay? Okay. In three, two, one. How many feet is 66 inches? Pass. What NBC competition show is known by its abbreviation AGT? America's Got Talent. You might call somebody Butterfingers after they did what? Pass. What is the Metro's area code? 39208. Name the war fought between the years 1939 and 1945. Uh, Vietnam. Spell cookie. C-O-O-K-I-E. Frank Barone was Ray's father on what sitcom? In Italy, women wear what color undies on New Year's for good luck? Uh, Commando. (laughs) (laughs) Is that lucky for you? Uh, (laughs) Name the presidential candidate who announced the suspension of his campaign on Sunday. Oh, what's his name? Um, Chris, Christy, no, (laughs) something like that. I don't know. I I don't know. What Y101 artist sings the song Good Good? All right, time. I did terrible. (laughs) That's all right. The pressure's on. It's difficult. And I really enjoyed that round of Cash in a Flash. I got to be honest with you. So we did pass on some uh, good call passing on the math question early this morning. 66 inches would be five and a half feet. Okay. If you call someone Butterfingers, it probably means they just dropped something. Ah, okay. Uh, Frank Barone was Ray's father on Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, I don't remember why I didn't know that. Oh, (laughs) dang. And then Usher is the Y101 artist who sings the song Good Good. If you would have said yeah, I would have got it. Yeah. And then uh, just got a few wrong. So Chris Christie, absolutely a real person, but it was Ron DeSantis that dropped out of the presidential race on Sunday. In Italy, women wear red undies on New Year's for good luck. Do you have any lucky underwear or do you take them off if you're looking to have a little extra luck? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> World War II is the war that was fought between 1939 oh, I, and 1945. I'm, and I totally see where you were going with this, but the Metro's area code is 601. Oh, I thought you said zip code. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was under pressure. I did horrible. No. <laughs> we are walking away with $20. <laughs> <laughs> What are you going to get with 20 bucks, Robin? Gas. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for playing this morning. You were a blast. We appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> Next on the show, we've got a new DM dilemma, some neighbor drama. Do you report somebody if you suspect there's some shenanigans happening in the garage i don't know we'll talk about this next and we'll need your advice for lab lauren who has uh has a bit of an issue with the neighbor possibly she's feeling very sus possible we'll talk about it next hang on adam and allison in the morning on y101 755 on Y101, Adam and Allison, DM Dilemma Time, if you ever need advice and completely unbiased advice. That's what the DM Dilemma is all about. You can slide into our DMs on Facebook or Instagram. Just search Adam and Allison. So this DMer says, and we're calling her Lab Lauren. Lauren writes, hey guys, I'm curious about my neighbor. My next door neighbor moved in last year. I don't know him super well, but anytime I've seen him, he's always been friendly. The other day, I was going to pick up my kids from school and I noticed his garage door was open and it almost looked like he had a drug lab in there. I would hate to call the cops if it was an innocent hobby. But what if he is up to no good and putting my family in danger? What should I do? Your advice is what? 601-995-1017. I feel so torn because I so strongly believe in you don't tattle on your neighbors. Like, Mm -hmm. that's not cool. But at the same time, growing up, there was a house in my neighborhood that part of the house blew up. 
because there was a lab in that house and oh. it like shook the entire neighborhood. Like the whole neighborhood was like, whoa. So you have like firsthand experience with something very similar to this. Right. So like if that were the case, it's like it would have been better had those people been caught prior to said lab exploding. But I don't know. I would say from my experience, and I'll explain why I think this could easily be my parents' neighbors if my parents lived in Mississippi. <laughs> um, I say you don't say anything unless there's other things that are making you suspicious, like chemical like smells or anything. Okay. Weird people coming and going all the time. That's a good point. But like my dad has a home brewing hobby. He's like super into it. He makes really, really good beer, but he has like a ton of beer brewing equipment in his garage and to the untrained eye it could potentially look like a meth lab in there it I looks would think. suspicious yeah, yeah there are tubes and hoses and kettles and burners yeah and like beakers and everything like that in his garage so if somebody didn't know that that's what he was into and that's what he was doing i could totally see people getting a peek in my parents garage and thinking that there was some kind of illicit activity going on in there i think you made a really good point like look for other signs don't let that be your thing look to see if strange people are coming look to see if there's anything else suspicious don't just base it off of the garage 601-995-1017 is our phone number if you have advice for lab lauren who thinks her neighbors might be making drugs in the garage call us in the middle of a dm dilemma we got one from someone we're calling lab lauren on y101 it's adam and allison she is feeling a little sus about her next door neighbor she was driving to pick up the kids from school just like any regular day she peeks over at the neighbor's house the garage doors open and she's like wait a minute is that a drug lab in my neighbor's garage? Should mm. I be calling the cops or should I mind my business? Uh, we got Jesse who's got some advice. What would you say, Jesse? Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm retired law enforcement. So you you got to learn to look at everything and, and, and try to figure it out. You know, your mind will play tricks on you. So uh, I bet you can probably guess what's a big hobby that a lot of dudes do at home that would make it look like a drug lab. That's homebrew. That's what my dad does. That's what I was yeah. saying. Like, it definitely yep. looks like it could be a drug lab in my parents' garage. Right. That or kombucha. I know guys that make homemade kombucha. Uh, I mean, you, really? you, have you to- know <laughs> dudes are making homemade kombucha? Oh, yeah. 100%. Interesting. <laughs> so all you got to do is just analyze that situation, tell your mind that's not what it is. Because like I said, when I was on the streets, you see something and you're like, what is that? But you have to you have to stare. You have to look. You have to analyze it and go, oh, okay, that's so, what it is. So you're Jesse, to go right to the bad thing. Jesse, being in law enforcement, did you ever get calls, people tattling on their neighbors for something that turned out to not be a big deal at all? Oh, yeah. Like there's one that sticks in my head. Uh, neighbor is walking down the street with a kid's T-shirt in his hand, but he didn't have a kid. And they thought that was very suspect. Well, on my way over there, I was thinking, well, first of all, it's July. It's 111 degrees. I know what that T-shirt in his hand is for. He's wiping the sweat on his forehead with it. Uh, uh-huh. So, and I figured, you know, just some junk rags, some old clothes he had up. That's exactly what it was. And I got to him. It was full of sweat. And I'm like, but how did they not see that? You know, you, you got to look at the situation and put everything together. Thank you so much for the call, Jesse. Did you see this text from Chris? She says she's all about knocking on the neighbors. Had something similar happen to me. There was a trail of what looked like blood down my street after garbage day. What if I live next to a killer? Make an anonymous call to the non-emergency line. Oh my gosh. 601-995-1017. What's your advice? Should they knock on the neighbor? There is no doubt that that is a meth lab. This person is living next to Walter White. Why do you say that? What makes you so sure? Well, I mean, listen, you, you made the comment about maybe listen or or, 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 or look for more mysterious uh, things that are happening. Listen, if you remember on Breaking Bad, Walter White made the drugs. He didn't sell them, so you're not necessarily going to have people come into your house to buy it. So you think this could be a real-life Breaking Bad situation happening right here in Mississippi? Oh, I think absolutely. I mean, we, we, we've seen people out there, you know, little questionable suspects out there, been <laughs> up for a couple of days. I wouldn't be surprised. Thank you so much for the call, and we've got one more. What did you want to say to Lab Lauren? What do you think she should do? Go ahead. 
I just wanted uh, why folks can't mind their own business. Oh, yeah? Do you have any uh... nosy neighbors? Well, if this is my neighbor, I'm telling her right now, what I'll cook in my garage is my business. Hang on one second. Ah, where'd they go? <laughs> I don't know what happened with that. Uh, Adam and Allison, if you want to keep the conversation going, we'd love to see your text message. What should Lab Lauren do? You can text us at 601-995-1017. Friday night is going to be lit in the metro. It's Y101, Adam and Allison, and Breaking Benjamin's going to be in town. If you would like to go to the show, we're going to pass out some tickets coming up with headphone karaoke. Do you know if warm temperatures help your vocal cords? Do you think I will sing better because it's 81 degrees in the studio right now? I mean, I know steam is supposed to help, so possibly. What if I broke out my headphone karaoke and just sounded like Sinatra? Well, then we're going to crank it up to 80 every time we do headphone karaoke. (laughs) Headphone karaoke for Breaking Benjamin tickets is coming in just a couple minutes. Now looking at what matters to the Metro. And in New Hampshire, the primaries, I believe, are happening today. And President Joe Biden has been making phone calls to Democrats in New Hampshire telling them not to vote. Here's what it sounds like. Voting this Tuesday only enables the Republicans in their quest to elect Donald Trump again. Your vote makes a difference in November, not this Tuesday. The only problem with that is that's not actually Joe Biden. That's a deep fake. Somebody is trying to scam the system in New Hampshire to get people not to vote. That's kind of terrifying. A little bit. Locally, the Jackson Public School District said they will continue their partial return to in-person learning today. I guess certain schools are having issues now, not only with water, but also with heating and air conditioning. Huh. Which... There's no concern with heating in our studio. (laughs) Once again, it's 81 degrees in here today. Uh, But four schools are going to remain virtual today. Those are Powell Brinkley, Peoples, and Witten Middle School, along with Jim Hill High School. And if the latest Lindsay Lohan movie on Netflix, the Christmas movie, if you loved it, I mean, you're the one person, but good news, next Christmas, there will be a brand new Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie on Netflix. This one is called Falling for Christmas, and it's about exes who have to spend the holiday season together. You know what? At this point, this is kind of what I want Lindsay Lohan to be. Like, every year, a new terrible Christmas movie on Netflix, and like, that's just what I know her as. Well, there there you go. (laughs) I I think she would also prefer that that's what people know her as, uh, 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 as opposed to some other things yeah, that she could be I known agree. as. Headphone karaoke next. You could win Breaking Benjamin tickets. Hang on. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Adam and Allison on Y101 at 820. Kayla just texted us and let us know she needs these Breaking Benjamin tickets. They're coming to City Hall Live in Brandon on Friday, and we've got a free pair of tickets to give to you in just a matter of moments when we play Headphone Karaoke. But Kayla, I was also reading about her love story. She submitted something for Adam and Allison's Cutest Couple, powered by Paul Mokonda. It's such an adorable story, she writes. And she says, it all started when I became one of her regular customers at Sonic in 2014. I fell in love with her smile and personality. I finally took my chance in 2016, and we've been together ever since. June 1st marks seven years of marriage, and September will mark eight years together. Wow, I didn't think people met like that anymore. Like, you would just go to their work and, like, be a customer regularly, and the next thing you know, you're in love. By the way, Sonic must be, like, a hot spot for romance because there's, like, two or three other Sonic be- re- relationships that began at Sonic. Oh, wow, I need to start going to Sonic more. So, yeah, if you're looking for love, hit up uh, Sonic for sure. Yeah, ditch hinge. <laughs> just go to Sonic. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Text the word cute, C-U-T-E, if you 
you would like to be named Adam and Allison's cutest couple, you're, you'll win a fantastic prize pack for Valentine's Day. It's all powered by Paul Mokonda. If you would like to see Breaking Benjamin, you should be calling right now at 601-995-1017. In just a few minutes, I'm going to put on a separate pair of headphones, and I will sing along to a song. You have to identify title and artist of that song to be able to win the tickets. If you get it right, we give you a pair of tickets to see Breaking Benjamin on Friday at City Hall Live in Brandon, 601-995-1017. Call now, and we'll play headphone karaoke next. Adam and Allison, headphone karaoke time on Y101 for Breaking Benjamin tickets. They're coming to City Hall Live in Brandon this Friday night, and you could be going for free if you're able to identify the song I'm singing, title and artist at 601-995-1017. So I'm going to put on another pair of headphones so you won't be able to hear the music in my head. You'll just be able to hear me singing. To me, it's going to sound like I'm creating a beautiful harmony. To you, (laughs) it's going to sound like I'm killing a cat. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Other pair of headphones going on. As soon as you know title and artist of this song, Call us at 601-995-1017, and if you identify it, we'll give you the Breaking Benjamin tickets. I'm going to hit play right now. Here we go. Here we go. Intro. I'm packed and I'm holding. I'm smiling. She's living. She's golden. She lives for me. She says she lives for me. Ovation. Her own motivation. She comes down and she goes, ha, ha, And I make a smile. I drug to you. Do ever what you want to do. Coming over you. Keep on smiling when we go through. One stop to the rhythm that divides you. And I speak to you like a chorus of a verse. Chop another line like a coda with a curse. Come on like a freak show takes the stage. We give them the gauge of the names. And say, ah, what? Want something else to get me through this? Baby, baby, I want something else. Not listening when you say goodbye. Wow. How was that? (laughs) That was interesting. Thank you. You got really into that one. I love that song. (laughs) Hey, uh, Jamie's out in Pearl. Morning. How are you? Great. That was awesome. You did perfect. Oh, thank you so much. So does that mean that you are easily able to identify title and artist of what that song Uh, was? Yeah, I was singing with you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) What's the song called? Uh, So much much Charmed Life by Third Eye Blonde. There you go. Congratulations. You're going to see Breaking Benjamin this Friday night. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, they, They might be just a skosh better than me. No, a million times better. You think? Yeah, I've seen them live. They're very, very good. What's that, Jamie? Uh, Congratulations, Jamie. Thank Thank you you for listening to us. Who's going with you to see Breaking Benjamin? I'm not quite sure yet. I you should make people work for it. Like how whoever can do the most nice things for you gets to go. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> or, or you could do your own version of headphone karaoke just with your friends. Not a bad idea. Thank you. I thought it was a pretty good idea myself, Jamie. Hang on just a second. Uh, we will be back in a moment. And next on the show, if somebody does these things, marry them. What? I'll tell you what some of the things are. In fact, one I completely disagree with. Ooh. And I'll tell you what that is next on Y101. Allison on Y101. Every once in a while, we find a list, and I think it's garbage, and I share it with you anyway. And this is one of those times, because it's not just one thing on this list that I don't agree with. These are things that if your partner does, you should marry them. I don't agree with a few of these, at least. Um, Like, if they call you during the day just to check in. 
this list says marry that guy. I mean, I think that's a good quality, but I wouldn't say like just because somebody like narcissists will do that to try to make you feel love bombed. Like that doesn't automatically mean like be blinded to it, marry them. Something else on the list, they call and check in on their way home. I've had girls who will do this, like they're getting off work and then they're coming over to my place to see me and hang out and everything. And then they'll want to call and catch me up on the day. It's like, what are we going to talk about once you get here? Why are we talking now? I was in the middle of something. What's the point of this? We've got like the next 36 hours together oh. to fill conversation. You disagree? I disagree with that. I love a good uh, phone call on the way home, mostly because like by the time I get home, like I don't know what it is, but my brain switches and I no longer want to be talking about it. I want to like <laughs> vent about anything that happened during my day on the drive home. And then like I want it to be like, you know, almost like that machine in Men in Black where it's like, boop, it's a race. Like I'm at home now. The final thing on this list of things that if your partner does, you should marry them is they know your breakfast order by heart. I disagree with that. Ooh. I feel like that, because that I would put me in a tough situation because sometimes I'm in, in, in the mood for different things for breakfast. So if you know my favorite thing and you don't bother to ask me what I want, if you're picking up breakfast, then I'm going to have to pretend to be really excited that you remembered this thing that's my favorite breakfast item. And it's like, well, maybe I didn't want shrimp shrimp and grits today. Maybe I wanted something else. I can speak from this experience and I can tell you my one boyfriend who had this quality that like would learn my orders and be able to surprise me with it. And I thought it was so sweet was a terrible boyfriend. He was no good. He didn't treat me very good. It would be how he would like make up for treating me terribly and then be like, oh, but I got your Starbucks order and I'd be blown away. Like, I can't believe you remember what I order at Starbucks. So it's like, yeah, it's nice. It feels really nice in the moment when you get it, but it doesn't mean an automatic that's a good person you get married to them uh 601-995-1017 would you be just blown away oh my gosh it's so adorable if somebody showed up with your favorite food whether it's breakfast lunch or dinner really but like if they were like oh i was going to whatever sandwich place and i remember you love this sandwich and i decided to get it for you it's like well maybe i wanted a chicken parm today Oh, see, I feel like that's crazy. I feel like that's nuts. I would always be if somebody knew my order somewhere, even if it's like, but if they were like, I was there, I thought of you, I got this, like, I would be like, I love you. You're my new favorite person. But that's that like fleeting moment kind of thing. What are their real intentions behind it? Are they learning because they really care about you and they love you? Or are they naturally a manipulative type of person? So they do things like that because they're trying to get points in their favor. And if that's the case, I would tell them, look, if you're looking to get points to manipulate me, uh, the best way to do that is ask me what I want. <laughs> Don't assume that I want the same thing that I got last time. It's Y101, Adam and Allison at 841. Crazy. What do you mean? I'm crazy. Sometimes it's a chicken parm day. Sometimes it's an Italian sub day. It's never a salad day, though. Certainly not. Has somebody ever apologized to you for something and then you questioned, wait, were they actually sorry or were they just trying to say that? All the time. It's Y101, Adam and Allison. At 848, I found a list of different I'm sorry's that people use whenever they're not actually sorry. Mm -hmm. I'll admit I'm so guilty of a bunch of these. Like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah, you're not sorry. Yeah, but I feel like if you take something I say or do the wrong way, I am sorry you you're feel not, that way. No, you're not. No, you're not. I if, feel badly that you took that the wrong way. That's incorrect. If you are actually sorry that you made someone, it doesn't matter what your intention was. If you truly feel bad for making somebody feel bad, you would say, I'm so sorry. Um, does it adjust the way you, you think? Because you said something, I think, important there uh, about intentions. Yeah. I am a firm believer of not getting mad at somebody if their uh, intention wasn't to make me upset. 
Like, I, if they accidentally make me upset, I try really, really hard not to get mad at that That's person. fair, but they still, if they care about you, they still owe you an apology because they should feel bad that they hurt you regardless of their intention. Another one on the list, these are fake apologies. If I offended you, I'm sorry. I mean, same thing. Um, But, I mean, that's one that I would say if somebody called to complain about something we did on the show <laughs> or something one of us said, oh, sorry I offended you, but you took it that way. It was your mom. Well, yeah, then you're not actually sorry if you're putting all those conditions on it. No kidding. (laughs) No kidding. Uh, I'm sorry you misunderstood me. Ooh, that one's rough. I don't like that one. Why? Because that's not only not an apology, it's condescending. Well, but if you don't understand something that comes out of somebody else's mouth... Then it's their job to make sure that I understand. Okay, I'm sorry you misunderstood me. This is what I meant. No, is that better? No, you got to apologize first that there was a breakdown in communication. You got to take responsibility for that as well. You can't put all the blame on the other person. That's what you're doing with that sentence. Uh, and this one, this last one, I, I have heard it come out of my own mouth before. I guess I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, 100%. You ain't sorry. You're not even close to sorry. Uh, Well, if you actually want to apologize to somebody, maybe avoid saying those things. It's Y101. We'll be right back. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Y101, it's Adam and Allison. We've teamed up with Paul Mokonda to find... Adam and Allison's cutest couple just in time for Valentine's Day. You have until February 4th to enter. So if you want this incredible Valentine's Day prize pack, you're going to want to go ahead and text CUTE, C-U-T-E, to 601-995-1017. Go ahead and get that submission in before voting starts on February 5th. You can win dinner at Outback Steakhouse. Also, a $100 Uber card Ooh, for date night. Yeah. So that way nobody has to be the DD or anything like that. And also this luxurious bottle of perfume from uh, Mason Weiss. Oh, so cool. That's a really good idea. Like, guys, if you haven't gotten anything for Valentine's Day yet, that's your present built into the pet. Like, it's it's a win, 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 win. It's so easy to enter, too. You just have to share a picture with us of you and your significant other and tell us a little bit about your your love story. If Aww. there's something interesting or just adorable about how you met. And I cannot believe how many people have long relationships with the person they're dating now. Like, they've known each other for decades and they just started dating like this one i'm looking at now it says the greatest most perfect relationship i've been in oh i've known my girlfriend for probably 22 years we've been together for one year last week and our relationship has just been very perfect Wow, truly like friends turned relationship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you would like to enter, if you think you and your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever, are the cutest couple, uh, text the word cute, C-U-T-E, to 601-995-1017, and you can enter to be Adam and Allison's cutest couple, powered by Paul Mokonda. Baby, with your loving on me. Adam and Allison on Y101. If you're just getting in your car and turning the show on, welcome. You did miss out on a pretty fun round of headphone karaoke this morning. But you can catch up on the Adam and Allison Instagram. Absolutely. A-D-A-M-N-A-L-L-I-S-O-N. Adam, the letter N, Allison on Instagram. It's on the story right now. Follow us. We'll follow you right back. And you can check out my Epic performance, if I do say so myself. <laughs> it was epically something. Uh, here's another song that has gotten the headphone karaoke treatment. Yes. <laughs> that was one of my favorites whenever I did Halsey without me. It's Y101. We are Adam and Allison. Thanks for waking up with us. Found you. 912 on Y101. Adam and Allison. I meant to get to this story yesterday, and I forgot. In North Carolina, at a middle school, they're taking the mirrors out of the bathroom. At the school. Ooh. How would this have changed your high school and middle school career had that happened? I mean, it would have been a big deal. There probably would have been a protest uh, for the girls not being able to have mirrors in their bathrooms. Like, I can't even imagine what my perception of that would have been, let alone my friends. Um, But I think it would have been good. I think it would have been really good to not have the mirrors. Have you read this story yet? No, I have not. What do you think the reason is for getting rid of the mirrors out of the bathroom in the middle school 
in North Carolina somewhere. I mean, my guess would be like the kids are spending too long. Like they'll take, you know, breaks all during class to go look in the mirror and like, you know, fix their makeup, fix their hair, whatever. Kind of. Uh, Apparently the kids are making TikToks in the mirrors in the bathroom and they are showing up late to class and everything and taking real long bathroom breaks and they've discovered by seeing the videos on TikTok it's like oh that looks like the the girls room in the west hall there in the 400 hall So they had to get rid of the mirrors because the kids were making TikToks in the bathroom That's wild I mean you could potentially ban cell phones from school that would be an option no, I don't think parents would allow that these oh, days. Yeah, that's right. Because, that's like, right. I mean, the parents are paying for the cell phone, most likely. And, like, the whole reason that the parents want the kids to have the cell phone is, you know, so they can get in touch with them if it were an emergency. I wonder if the parents would have the same opinion if they read the story that I read about a Florida high school that has banned cell phones and kids' test scores went through the roof. And the grades improved and everything because kids didn't have their cell phones in class. Well, I could see it. And whenever I was in high school, like, cell phones were contraband. Like, I mean, it wasn't so much if it fell out of your pocket or something, you'd get in trouble. But it had to be turned off. You certainly couldn't have a cell phone on in school. See, I mean, there would definitely be a red flag if your phone fell out of your backpack or your pocket because the teacher would automatically assume you were messing with it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, they would always check to make sure it was turned off. And if it wasn't, it got confiscated until the end of the day because it was like you're not you might need to contact your parents. If you do go to the office, do it the old fashioned way. And if it's after school, then you can get your phone. Well, no more mirrors in North Carolina middle school bathrooms because of TikTok. It's Y101, <laughs> Adam and Allison. Next on the show, we got to do the recap of Cash in a Flash. So you're ready for Cash in a Flashback Friday. It's Y101 and a little dark. Y101, we've teamed up with Paul Mokonda to find Adam and Allison's cutest couple just in time for Valentine's Day. We want to give you like the ultimate Valentine's Day experience and you want to enter to win before February 4th. Voting is going to start February 5th. Yes. Y101.com. You can enter there or just text CUTE, C-U-T-E, to 601-995-1017. Whoever gets the most votes in the metro will get dinner at Outback Steakhouse, a luxurious bottle of perfume from Maison Weiss. Yeah. And I'm just seeing what that is. Mm -hmm. That's like a $400 value. It's incredible. It's going to be one of those Bond perfumes, but you're going to get to choose which one you want. Oh, perfect. (laughs) That is awesome. And just announced the Relaxation Nooks got some couples massages to throw in. Oh, I'm so jealous. That is amazing. Hour-long massages for the winner of a cutest couple. So nice. All powered by Paul Mokonda. Thank you so much to them for helping us out with Adam and Allison's cutest couple. More info at Y101.com. Adam and Allison on Y101. Thank you for hanging with us today. It was a fun show. The DM dilemma was super interesting with what uh, what Lauren should do with her neighbor. Absolutely. It was more interesting figuring out how people treat their neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, check that out. On the podcast, um, also, Headphone Karaoke was a lot of fun today. It was a hilarious performance. Uh, If you would like to follow along with the show, you can see some behind-the-scenes action on Facebook. Just search Adam and Allison and Instagram as well, A-D-A-M-N-A-L-L-I-S-O-N. On the gram, we'll follow you right back. If you do, hit the follow button. What you got planned for the rest of your Tuesday? Uh, I've got some crumble cookies waiting for me at home. That sounds like a good thing to do. (laughs) Not going to be good for my tummy, but very good for my taste buds. Uh, What did Drake say? YOLO? Yeah. (laughs) Only live once. Uh, We'll talk to you tomorrow morning for the Wednesday show. Have a great rest of your day.